Good day, everyone. Thank you for joining me. My name is Kieran, and I am a UK qualified naturopath with a master's in herbal medicine and gastroenterology. Today, I'm going to be talking about ashwagandha, one of Ayurvedic's most prized botanicals. This ancient herb is commonly consumed to alleviate stress, anxiety, and to promote sleep, but that's only scratching the surface, as this herb is shown in research to also offer anti-cancer, anti-diabetic, cardioprotective, and neuroprotective properties. And that's just a few of them. I'll delve into these topics and more throughout this podcast. Cancer is the second leading cause of death in America. According to the WHO in 2019 on a global scale, 20.2% of people are at risk for developing cancer. These numbers are increasing annually. And so an investigation into different approaches on how to lower mortality rate is still undergoing. One approach is known as integrative approach. This is the collaboration of conventional medicine with alternative medicine. The intentions is to reduce secondary cancers boost the immune system, as well as help mitigate or alleviate some of the adverse effects from chemotherapy and radiation. Ashwagandha is one of those botanicals which can actually help in a lot of those areas. In 1961, the leaves of ashwagandha showed to have chemotherapeutic potential. From there, multiple papers developed and it resulted in ashwagandha offering a lot more than that and having a lot of ways to interfere with cancer. One way is increasing autophagy. This is our body's process of removing damaged components in a cell. It's also shown to increase apoptosis. This is our body's ability to identify which cells are damaged and then by killing them so that they do not cause any more harm. Another area is increasing cell cycle arrest. This, when directed towards cancer, stops the cancer from growing and multiplying. Also, a huge component for ashwagandha is its anti-inflammatory effects. Inflammation is the hallmark of cancer. So ashwagandha offering an anti-inflammatory effect is a very positive property. In ashwagandha, there are different families and different chemicals. And one big family is known as withanulids. There are 40 of them which have been identified with withanulid A, or in other papers known as witherin A, is the most researched and has shown to be partially responsible for some of these anti-cancer properties. It is shown to increase apoptosis. It's also shown to increase anti-tumor proteins, as well as decrease signaling pathways in cancer cells. With this molecule, they've able to concentrate it and see how influential it is consumed along certain chemotherapy drugs. One is known as oxalopotin, and it was used towards pancreatic cancer. During this process in animals, they found that it increased apoptosis, which is cell death, towards cancer, as well as it decreased cancer's ability to multiply and expand and grow. This is very positive. On a non-cancer level, it's also shown to be very valuable towards pancreatitis as well, as it's shown to inhibit the progress due to the anti-inflammatory effects. So it stopped these inflammation markers and proteins from causing more inflammation. So that's a great way for helping reduce secondary cancers for what this herb can offer. On boosting the immune system, this herb is known as immunomodulator. So this is an agent which can stimulate or suppress the immune system. In this case, ashwagandha is shown to boost our immune system. In immunosuppressant rats, they found it boosts white blood cells, shown to boost platelets, as well as 
antibodies, particularly IgE. This is an antibody which is responsible for identifying and removing germs. This is a fantastic one as well for supporting our spleen, as this is an organ which is located on our left-hand side, underneath our ribcage. And this is an organ which helps control the levels of our white blood cells, red blood cells, and platelets. Ashwagandha is also shown to support our thymus. This is where the white blood cells go to get trained up and mature, and then they become T cells or T lymphocytes. These are a great immune cells to help again fight against cancer. If you are on immunosuppressant drugs, speak to your healthcare provider, or if you're on chemotherapy, to speak to a healthcare provider as well. As again, this is still early, early research. Lastly, minimizing the side effects or adverse effects from chemotherapy and radiation. Now, there are a few studies which are very positive, and I'm excited to see where this develops in the future. But when ashwagandha was consumed along different chemotherapy drugs, they found that it reduced myelotoxicity. This means that it, myelotoxicity is suppression of bone marrow. Bone marrow is where our red blood cells and white blood cells come from. So with ashwagandha mitigating that, that is a huge positive reaction, as well as it showed to increase our tumicidal properties. So as we know from the anti-cancer properties, and as well as immune boosting, it's, uh, it's no brainer why we notice those sort of increase in anti-tumor properties. Also, chemotherapy affects different organs, liver, brain, and the heart. When the ashwagandha was consumed along another chemotherapy drug, they noticed that the damage to the heart was significantly reduced due to the anti-inflammatory properties offered by this route. It's shown to increase our natural antioxidants, our glutathione and SOD, as well as it reduced a lot of the inflammatory markers and proteins. So if that's going to have an effect on the heart, it's more than likely going to have an effect on the liver. And, you know, who knows about the brain because you have to cross the blood-brain barrier. But again, it's new and it's exciting research coming out. So this herb can offer a lot of benefits, especially if you're on a treatment or if you're recovering from a treatment but it's always best to see, speak to your healthcare provider before consuming. The anti-diabetic effects offered by ashwagandha are vast. It's shown to reduce blood glucose levels, reduce insulin, as well as reduce HA, HbA1c. These are markers found on blood tests to see where your blood sugar levels are. It's also shown to increase your insulin sensitivity. When type two diabetic rats were given ashwagandha, in 30 days, their blood sugar levels were stabilized. This is great to see as well as there were no adverse effects. This reaction has been shown to be equivalent to dental. That's what the researchers have claimed. What's interesting though is that the leaf is actually more potent than the root for helping with blood sugar levels. In a study, they found that the leaf increased glucose uptake in cells by 54%. The reason is, is because of a chemical known as the withanulate A. The same molecule which can offer anti-cancer properties also can offer some blood sugar balancing properties as well. They took this chemical, concentrated it, and gave it to rats which had transplants. And they found that the inflammation in the pancreas significantly reduced. They also found that it can has potential anti-glycating activity. This is a process which involves reducing or delaying 
aging, and disease development. In Ayurvedic medicine, there is a branch known as Rasanya. I apologize, I may have mispronounced it. It's an area which has a list of herbs, and these herbs are renowned for helping encourage the body and supporting it to resist disease, increasing intellect and strength, as well as delaying aging. Ashwagandha is ranked the highest on this list. So this herb is a great way if you're eating something in the morning, sprinkling some of the ashwagandha powder on to help keep those blood glucose levels stabilized. As long as you're not on any anti-diabetic medication. The neuroprotective properties offered by ashwagandha have been highly influential towards various neurodegenerative conditions such as Alzheimer's, ALS, Huntington's, and Parkinson's. It all began in 1960s when scientists noticed these effects towards the central nervous system. But before I get into the benefits offered, I'm just going to go over some basic anatomy. So our nervous system, as we all know, is responsible for movement, how we think, and how we feel. We have billions of these nerves. And when we look at a nerve and break it down, there are three components to it, or three body parts. We've got our cell body, or our soma. This is responsible for interpreting information as well as keeping the neuron functioning efficiently. Then we have the axon. This takes the information from the cell body and sends it to the nerve endings. Then we have the dendrites. These are responsible for receiving the information from other nerves and sending them to the cell body. Back to ashwagandha. The withanulids, the main family in the plant, is chiefly responsible for the neuroprotective properties. It is shown in studies that it can inhibit lipid peroxidation. This means that it inhibits the ability for molecules to affect this, um, the fat cells on the nerves, thereby causing inflammation. It's also shown to help regenerate certain components of the nerves and reconstruct synapses. So synapses are a connection between two neurons. Now, when we look more into what members of the family of the withanolid family, um, these benefits are offered from. The withanolid A, as we all know, can provide anti-cancer and anti-diabetic properties, can also help regenerate and extend the axons and the dendrites. The withanolid 4 and 6 is shown to help extend dendrites. What's interesting is that withanolid 4 has been of great interest right now and it is shown to help reconstruct synapses um, in neurons which have been damaged by amyloid plaques. So amyloid plaques, you may have heard of this before. This is a waste product and it's a pathological hallmark for Alzheimer's. This is a neurodegenerative condition which is affecting 36 million people globally. This is a condition where you get a lot of main clinical symptoms such as the inability to um, remember as well as recognize certain things, the inability to complete certain tasks, as well as there's sometimes some psychological symptoms such as anxiety, depression, mental upset. The withanulids and another family known as withanulcides have shown to be very influential towards mice which have amyloid plaques. It's shown to minimize the accumulation of this waste. Now these are early studies but very positive to hear especially for um, people which are suffering with Alzheimer's. Now for Parkinson's this is a different neurodegenerative condition. This involves the destruction of dopamine nerves. This results in dopamine deficiency, along with inflammation, 
as well as mitochondrial imbalance. So the energy inside the cells is um, out of, um, is imbalanced. Dopamine is its main function is to help with memory. It's also for movement and for motivation and for pleasure. And this is where when we're deficient in this neurochemical, it can have a huge effect on how our body moves, such as we develop a slowed movement, as well as it's shown to also have an effect um, on our nerves by causing a slight resting tremor. These are some of the main clinical symptoms for Parkinson's. When rats were consuming ashwagandha, they noticed that there was an increase in dopamine. They also noticed an increase in dopamine D2 receptors, along with, as we all know, a reduction in inflammation. This is very positive to hear. Also, when scientists are able to replicate this condition in rats, they use pesticides and fungicides, or certain types, not all of them. And what happens is when they consumed ashwagandha, these rats, when they had this condition, they noticed that they were able to restore their movement back. They were also able to increase their antioxidant enzymes. This enzyme is known as catalase, as well as it's shown to help revive tyrosine hydroxylase. This is a marker scientists look for to see the concentration of dopamine neurons. So this is again very positive to hear, especially for people with Parkinson's. Now for Huntington's and ALS, the evidence and research is quite limited, but they have seen, have shown a lot of anti-inflammatory effects and a bit of improvement in movement for people with, um, for rats with Huntington's. However, overall though, this herb is fantastic as we can see for the nervous system for strengthening those nerves and would be great to incorporate into the daily diet regime to help maintain the strength of them. So ashwagandha, this is one of my favorite herbs. It's a, it's a herb I've had quite a bit of personal experience with. Um, when I was in England, I uh, tried it a couple times and I noticed it provided a very relaxing, calming effect. So I decided to implement it more into my daily regime by taking a good half a teaspoon to a teaspoon every day, just in the morning. And this was at a time when I had quite a bit of stress. I was working part-time, studying full-time, and, you know, even uh, living a sort of the nightlife sort of um, university student um, lifestyle. So what happened was, as I was consuming it, I started to notice the um, stress-relieving effects. Um, there was one time during the month when I was consuming it daily that I took a tablespoon of ashwagandha powder. and as I was running towards uh, the train to catch it to go to university, I noticed that my cortisol levels, everything just dropped significantly. I felt very, not weak, but I felt very relaxed and very at peace. And it was a very interesting experience. Um, so this, you know, this sort of woke me up to how how potent this this plant is now the side you know the effects they really wore off within an hour but i did decide to continue by doing the recommended dose the teaspoon you know for the whole month and i actually continued for for two months and there was a moment at the end of those two months which really really stood out to me and there was a time when i was late catching the train and unfortunately i did miss it. and this was the train i took to manchester to get to the college and what happened was 
when when we get these moments of stress, you know, we get quite irritated, quite annoying, trying to figure out plans, who to contact. But right when I knew that I missed the train, all that stress just it just washed right off of me. And it was an incredible experience. It was like water off a duck's back. And ever since then I've I've always incorporated it into my daily regime. You know, sometimes I'll take a a break from it um, from time to time, but I'm I'm always either consuming a tea of it or a mixture with some other mushrooms or other adaptogens because we live in a very stressful time. And this is one of those herbs, which for me, it worked really well just to keep that stress significantly, you know, reduced. And when you do decide to consume it, and if it's a powder, um, be aware that it has got a strong odor. Um, ashwagandha, uh, is renowned for odor of horse, so it has got a very, very strong smell. Um, and the taste is not the best, but the effects are really worth, um, really worth it. That's why Herba Mama, they offer uh, capsules as well as um, a tincture too. Um, so it's nice, easy to put in water and to, to swig it. But when it works on, you know, helping reduce cortisol levels, it helps greatly for improving those mental faculties and physical faculties as well as um, it's been shown to be influential to a wide array of areas such as for PTSD, ADHD, sometimes schizophrenia in some studies. Anxiety is a big one as well. This one's a great herb for anxiety. Uh, just to quote a quick study here, uh, 75 adults were consuming 300 milligrams two times a day for a good eight weeks. And they were doing some other re um, relaxing techniques during this time as well, like yoga. And they ended up after those eight weeks stating that they, there was a 56.5% increase in their social function, their vitality, their, their concentration and mental health. You know, and that's the great thing too about ashwagandha is that even when you stop it, it takes a while for those sort of effects to wear off. It took me, for instance, a good month to notice to get back to a state where when something was abrupt and stressful that it did have a, a negative effect on my body. So this is where, you know, this is a great herb which can, which can really help reduce that inflammation, balance out those cortisols and help, you know, as we know now, now um, as you all know now, strengthen a lot of different organs and support various health conditions. So if you're ever interested in obtaining some ashwagandha, check out uh, Herba Mama's store. 